This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe. New outside bar, now open on match days. And a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Weekly Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me on the line, first of all, today we have Mr. Marriott. Jamesy Hobbin, how the devil are you? Uh, I, I'm very well. Um, I have to forewarn you, I found at the back of my fridge, I found a beer that is best before the end of September 2016, and I'm going to drink it. So, um, yeah, if I go a little bit quiet later on, you, you might just want to do the whole three nines thing and send them round to get me. When, when you say the back of your fridge, do you mean like inside the back of your fridge or actually round the back of your fridge on the floor? No, it was no, way, no, no <laughs> in the back of the fridge. You know when sometimes you find things in the back of the fridge and they're actually like stuck to the back of the fridge. They've like slightly frosted against it. <laughs> I had to like wrench it off. I've not been in my fridge since 1984. I have a jeebs for that, Tobin. And um, also on the line, Mr. Ridgie, how the devil are you, Tobin? I'm very well, my lord. How about yourself? Absolutely um, fantastic. fantastic. Well, I've, I've not got a beer yet, so if I do go quite shortly, it's because I've buggered off to fetch one because I forgot <laughs> to get one. So uh, Have a little but, look around the back of your fridge. And I'm just feeling our equilibrium's been a bit, big words, it's been a bit, bit um, you know, pushed out with uh, the grumpy old elves this evening. Well, we've had equilibrium and we've had 4-1 at the beginning of the show. This is getting rather intellectual already. Luckily, we've got two people with us that are going to really dumb that down for us. First of all, she's back. Victoria, my darling. How the devil are you? <laughs> Hello, my lord. I'm all right, thank you. Um, I'm not going to ask how you are after that, so... <laughs> Bless you. And also back from his travels is Mr Eddie. How the devil are you, Eddie, old bean? Good evening. Look, right, okay, look, I was here before the lot of you turned up, and I'll be here after you've left as well. Um, <laughs> well like once every two months. Yeah, long-time <laughs> listeners may remember me. Um, I uh, was last heard on this podcast um, discussing the imminent signings of Camille Zayate and Paul Corey. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, but now, but now I'm back because w- when when better time to come back than when you've just suffered a crushing, heartbreaking defeat. <laughs> well, speaking of crushing, heartbreaking defeats, let's move on, shall we, ladies and gents? And of course, we do. First of all, have to speak about our defeat to Brighton. Uh, of course, uh, I mean, there was a bit of a meltdown about this, and I can understand the reasons why, but. Do you think we look terribly, terribly out of place in this game? No. Do you want me to elaborate? Analysis done. Yeah. All right. Look, um, 
my my situation is that I don't remember a lot about the game itself um, on the night, but I've watched the highlights back, uh, and it's triggered a few memories, and I've talked to a few people and heard a few things, and um, yeah, I didn't know until the day after that Sam Hutchinson got sent off, which probably sums up uh, how that <laughs> evening uh, went in my world. Um, look, it, it, to, to me, it is as simple as this. It is a, a classic situation where a game of football turns on one one second, one incident. Uh, and that was the penalty. I think if if we score that that penalty, then you know we're in the driving seat. You would hope that we're going to go on. We're going to take three points. And everyone talks about what a professional, perfect away performance it's been. Because up until then, we played all right. We were playing pretty well. Um, you know, it wasn't the best penalty. Somehow the keeper managed to save the rebound, and it was almost a, a superhuman save to um, to stop that rebound. And you know, we get hit with the proverbial sucker punch don't we where um you know against all odds brighton didn't play particularly well they had the, they were basically a one-man team that night weren't they and the, the, they somehow managed to um to score with five minutes to go and you just you know you could you could have written it really the, the whole game changed on on that penalty and and that was the moment we should have gone on and won, won the game uh, as it was brighton got lucky and we just fell apart but were we completely outplayed and outclassed no not at all not at all is this the point that we, we sit and moan about the fact there were five people in the penalty box as he took it and we should yeah. get it retaken, da, 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 da. Or are we just well, going to go, like it, you did, at the end of the day, we lost to the best team in the league, we played all right, or should we sit and moan about that for a bit? Cause... Let's be happy clappers like we always are. <laughs> you, you win some, you lose no, some, don't you? We lost to the best team. But the thing about we the did. penalty was, we, we have to say that this, it wasn't a missed penalty, it was a save penalty. Yes, I understand it wasn't the greatest taken penalty in the world, but you've got to hand it to the keeper. He made that double save very, very well, didn't he? And fair play to the chat for it. Yes, it's disappointing. Yes, if Festia had just put his laces to it and smashed it home, but we've seen him take that penalty before. He doesn't smash it. He doesn't um, put his laces to it. He's placed it in particular places before and done bloody well doing it as well. It was just an unfortunate turn of events, wasn't it? And yes, the game did change on that particular instant, but there was other instances in the game which were talking points as well. Um, first of which was, of course, Mr. Sasso's picture um, <laughs> on Sky. He's looking um, well, Eddie. He's looking well what? on Sasso. Still, still <laughs> got a man what, crush, I've, Eddie. I've, I've been away for a while, right? I didn't think he was going to change that much. He's let himself go over Christmas, hasn't he? You know, he's he was a beautiful, uh, you know, a, a figure of a man he, with wonderful hair. And all of a sudden, he's obviously been away. He's got quite a suntan over the uh, the winter months. And, and he's had his hair cut. And I, you know what? I don't think it works for him. He can, carry, he can carry off virtually every look, but that's not a great look for Sasso, that. He did pop a little tweet out as well, didn't he? Bless him, saying, uh, "I guess I need to send a, a selfie to Sky Sports as well." Which I, I love that. So, like twice, twice in one season. Not only has he been dis, dissed and dismissed by FIFA by having the uh, the hundred percent blackface, <laughs> but then Sky Sports give him blackface as well in a, in a slightly different manner. But yeah, oh, poor, poor Vincent. It's oh. almost as if he's too beautiful to appear on our screens. <laughs> I'm sure you know, that's that, what it was. That bit did bring out the child in me, in that how exciting is it that when we get to the, if when we get to the Premier League, we get to do that walking on thing. That's the best bit. That's what I'm so excited for. I don't care about playing Chelsea. We need to do a video I, I want to like, do the walking on thing. We need to do one for the podcast like that. Yes. yes. That's a great idea. They did, they did it for the playoff final, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did, yeah. Because the, the, yeah, some of the footage Premier on League um, podcast. Twitter. Yeah. When we become a Premier League podcast, oh, do we get the chance to do that? Yeah, Are we going to have production right. values and everything? Get, get, us to, get us together on Skype once a week's hard enough. I think we actually see each other in person <laughs> like once every millennia. No, it was incredibly hilarious. Um, a couple of things that weren't quite as hilarious. First of all was um, Hunty that... Well, the tackle on Mr. Hunt, which it's caused a, bit, a little bit of a debate, this, hasn't it? And, and I... We'll it was like a Cantonar Kung Fu kick. It was, in my <laughs> eyes, absolutely horrendous. What did you guys think of it? In in 2017, it's a red card all day long. Simple as that. Yeah. I think if if you go back 20 years, you get away with stuff like that. But but nowadays, 
Um, it's yeah, it, it was a horrendous, ta- a really, really, really horrendous tackle, and it is one of those that the more you watch it, it does get slightly worse every time you watch it. Um, you know, he's he's got two feet off the ground, he's out of control, he's not really anywhere near the ball. It, it ticks all the boxes for, for for what referees look for to give someone a straight red, uh, and I think it was very lenient of the referee to to let him get away with it. Not not. Forgetting the fact that it also hurt the guy as well, it's not. It wasn't just a bad challenge. You know, he had to go off. It was. Um, it, it was. It was horrendous. It really was horrendous. I agree with what you've just said there, James. Because like I saw it live on telly, and like we watched it, and they showed a couple of replays. He thought, oh, 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 that's bad. But the more I see it, Jesus Christ! If I went up to someone and did that in Meadowall, I'd get arrested. I'd get arrested Again. tomorrow. Yeah. How's that? It's like, board, borderline assault. That's isn't why it? Fudge isn't here tonight. Um, you know it's. You know, it's a bad tackle when, uh, you know, even like a week later, um, referees are actually having Twitter arguments about it. Was it Mark Halsey has been talking about it today, saying, oh, you know, that's all day long. That's a red card. That's a, that was a dangerous tackle. It was it was high, etc. It's it's clearly splitting opinion, even amongst the <clears throat> uh, infallible and amazing <laughs> and super professional guardians of our game. So. Yeah, there was a, a few. Obviously, uh, the the tweets sort of got through to to Alan Biggs as well, who, who said it wasn't a penalty. Uh, had a bit of a deb. I am going to learn to speak tonight, ladies and gents. Don't worry. Um, had Easy a little... for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> had a little bit of a de- uh, debate with uh, Chris Holt, uh, Sheffield Star fame, of course, about that as well. Um, so yes, it did cause a few eruptions. This uh, we'd like to thank everybody that did sort of pass this on to the various people from um, our Twitter feed as well. We stuck a few little videos out there. And the general consensus was, quite simply, it was off the floor, both feet, wasn't really looking where it was going, and quite simply, it was a dangerous tackle with no regard for anybody else on the pitch. You can't just go lunging yourself about like that, can you? And as I say, in my eyes, absolute filth. Should have been a straight red. Um, And then, of course, the other red card incident, which uh, Brighton have appealed for some ridiculous reason, was the penalty shout itself. Can they possibly appeal this Ridiculous handball. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to kind of. I mean, it's almost like the kind of thing. If I was a footballer, I'd do that because you see a ball coming towards your head, and what do you do? You 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 block it. Um, I, I don't think. No, was, no, no. You I, you block it with your head. You're I, a footballer. I Presumably, I you've learned to head the ball. <laughs> it's difficult to see how they could appeal it. It's not. It wasn't. You know, at the time, I I, I barely caught it live at the game I didn't really see what happened you watch it back on TV and at first glance you kind of think oh it doesn't like handball then you see the replay and you're like jeez what's he doing um, it's as blatant as it as it can be and um, yeah you know that's a that's a goalward shot it's, it's got to be a red card hasn't it That's they're, they're the rules they're not a natural position for your hands to be in unless like me you're just a bit of a wuss in which case completely natural and you should get away with it <laughs> do you know if you watch it back over and over and keep going ah! every time it just gets better <laughs> You see, at this this point, I'd I'd love to comment, but I, I was out on Friday night, and and I did the after I saw we'd lost, I was like, right, that's it. I'm not having my weekend spoilt by actually watching the game back. So I, as it's as we sit here now, I still haven't seen anything from the Brighton game. Shut so I feel like I've, I I know, but I just <laughs> it knackered. How 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 often does a, a loss knacker your weekend? And you're and you're in a shitty mood all week. And I thought, Friday, I'm not having Saturday and Sunday. Feeling it. I'm Friday night, feeling like crap. So I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it could be worse. You could have been stuck in a camper van, actually parked, <laughs> actually parked at the side of the beach when it's minus two, in uh, with no heating in Brighton for for three days. You know. Well, I, I was sat in a restaurant. If it, if Did it you not just like Tom. set fire to Tom? He'd warm you up. Um, well, I, I didn't. I kind of needed him to drive me back afterwards. <laughs> and of course, we had a couple of other red card incidents as well. First of all, uh, Fletcher. Um, now, I don't know if you guys again have seen the replays of this, but Fletcher was on the floor, um, had a little bit of push at the chap's legs, and as he was trying to get up, he got pushed back down again, which annoyed him. And then as he was getting up, he got a bit of an elbow to the face. Then the referee turned around and saw Fletcher sort of stick his head in the other chap's head. Now, oh, my lord, my lord. Come on. That's very one-sided. Fletcher yeah. did pull him down by his waist as well. Yeah. And he did yeah, headbutt just... him in the face. It was a... It... So did you, did you well, miss the first bit? Are you the referee? Again, right. Did you if miss I, that if I'm in Meadowall tomorrow and I see you and I come up and just, like, 
push my forehead to yours. Are you going to go, oh, sorry, I'm in your way? If I elbowed you in the face first, I'd probably expect you to. Couldn't <laughs> reach. He might take that as a term of endearment if you get that close to him. Thick, to be fair, Jeeves just wouldn't allow it. Um, <laughs> thick, I like, I like... Your security team would let her nowhere near. <laughs> yes, they've got Vic's picture in their wallets just in case. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm not not condoning Fletcher's behaviour. Of course, it weren't great, and and he's a professional footballer and probably should know better. But you know, he's I ca- Scottish I, as well. I came away from the game and I was I was angry. Of course, I was angry, but I was actually much more angry at Hutch initially for his sending off than I was at Fletcher. But um, because I've watched it now, um, almost weirdly, in some sort of you know, like I need I need to have a shower. I need to wash the stain of that defeat off. I've watched it a lot since. And actually, Fletch's one is is far more unprofessional. Hutch's Hutch's dismissal, and he, you know, he had thrown himself around an awful lot all night, hadn't he? He was almost kind of last season's Hutch again. And there were a few times where we were watching it go, you know, you've got to watch out, Hutch. You're probably, you know, you're probably gonna come a cropper if you keep on doing that. Um, for him to do that when the game was gone was really it made me very, very angry at the time. But actually, Fletcher's is a much worse sending off as far as I'm concerned because it wasn't a rush of blood to the head. It was a, uh, you know, we've seen it a million times before, haven't we? You know, I don't care if you're getting wound up. I don't care if you're getting clipped. I don't care if the guy kind of raises his hand to you or puts an elbow into you. You know that the absolute last thing you can do is put your head against his head unless you finish it off by giving him a big sloppy kiss on the mouth with tongues. <laughs> the head-to-head contact, you're going to get sent off. And and Fletch is old enough and ugly enough to know that that was gamesmanship from, um, who was it, uh, Dale Stevens, wasn't it? Yeah. Gamesmanship from Dale Stevens. So you can't react to it. You cannot react to it. So The thing actually, is, I think they did a job on us when it comes to that. Because yeah, they did. Absolutely, they did. They Brighton... knew, I, th- I think they know from last season as well, that we, we do play quite emotional. We do play heart on our sleeve. And um, they, they, they have players like that as well, let's be honest. And that's what made it that kind of tinderbox of a game. But they, uh, they knew what they were doing and they evened, up, they evened it up. They knew a referee was going to want to even it up. They made sure that it was evened up. And, uh, Can I give a shout out though to Manaman for that situation as well? Because didn't he come across like the little skinny yeah. kid at school that yeah. sees a fight and goes, oh, oh, come on then, come on, come on. I love you. Like, appeared, I love you. appeared from like nowhere, just came in like, go on then, go on then, you're going to hit Steve, you're going to hit Steve, hit me, and then ran away again. But that's the thing, he was nowhere near the actual action. He was sort of just pushing the players on the outside of the actual action <laughs> itself. Brilliant. Nowhere near anything, then, just on, pushing you random people. Me? You want a piece of me? Got pushed Brilliant. twice by their keeper and then walked off while their keeper got yellow card, which was odd. Um, but yeah, then, fair play to him. Day, the next day, he'll have told all his mates that he had a right fate last night. <laughs> a right fate. <laughs> tear up. We had a tear Let's up. Got done for it. <laughs> Let's got right done, but I got away with it. <laughs> we were looking at there as well is, is Brighton were an incredibly dirty team and I didn't realise how dirty they were because there was that incident obviously with with Hutch first of all there was the incident I don't know if you guys again saw it where um, there was a ball put through from Bannon which, which Hutch was running in for um, it was a wayward ball it wasn't going anywhere and then Dunk just came across and obstructed him knocking him to the floor for no reason whatsoever apart from to be an absolute tail and then of course there was there an incident with Fessy as well again running uh, through on the box got tripped open as is falling down again Dunk again Fessy's on the floor Dunk slides for the ball kicks Fessy in the head and it's little things like that they knew what they were doing and to me dirty dirty football and Really, really, the job of Maynard because I got wound up on it. I really, really did. It drove me absolutely potty. But all that said, um, it it came, it went, and that was that, wasn't it? And I, as I say, I don't think more embarrassed. It is incredibly disappointing that we've had this opportunity once again to sort of take those three points and we didn't take it. And is that becoming now an issue because we're not yeah. taking these chances? And that's it, isn't it? That's what the disappointment doesn't it doesn't come from the fact that we were outclassed by a better team. I take your point that Brighton are uh, they're physical, they are professional, and you know you can you can say dirty. Uh, you know, look, I'll take I'll take that. I, you know, we're no saints, are we? We we have that in our locker as well when we need to. But it's called um, Sam Hutchinson. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, no, but also, you know, we, we kind of have it through the team as well. We can be quite chippy when we want to be. Um, and that's fine. I don't mind that because, it, it, you know, it goes hand in hand with the, with the passion, the team spirit and all that kind of stuff. We were beaten by a better team. Um, objectively, you know, you can't argue with with knockout. He was unplayable, absolutely unbelievable. What is upsetting? All the upset comes from the fact that it was there in our grasp, and it took a bit of fortune. It took an own goal, and it took a penalty being given. There was a nailed on penalty, but it's still a penalty. But it was there, wasn't it, in our hands? And the fact that we didn't then close it out is the thing that that makes it very easy for us as commentators to now say. That's that's where Wednesday are missing it. That you know we are not an elite team in this division because elite teams take that opportunity, seize it with both hands, and close it out. In the final analysis, I think we've given Brighton a real good game, and and it probably would have been fair for us to get a point, but we didn't, and so we go away. We've got ten days to regroup, but it, what it means now is that we have to start putting a run together if we're serious about being regarded as a top team, as opposed to, I think right now everyone accepts that we are one of the better teams and we're probably, you know, not a shoe-in for the playoffs, but we've probably got an inside track to the playoffs. If we're serious about taking that next step, we need to now put another run together like the one that we had before. We need to be going eight, nine, ten games, picking up pretty much maximum points. And if we do that, we're right back in the conversation. But... As it stands, it feels like a bit of a, a kick in the gut because we've been we've been out professional, we've been mugged off, and we've come where we're not. If out professionalised, he's not on. I will not be out professionalised. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, what you said is absolutely true because it was dead easy walking away from the game on Friday, uh, and we said, "Well, that's it. You know, all, uh, top two, forget it. You know, we're now in a battle to to stay in sixth. We're in a battle to even be in the playoffs." Now, once kind of the emotion passes and you sit down, you think about it, and you think, "Right, I mean, how many games this season have we come away with three points?" And afterwards, you've thought we probably didn't quite deserve that. We didn't deserve three points. A draw would have been a better result. You know, we were a bit lucky to take three points off off Barnsley. We were. There's tons of games in the way. You would say that you know we we were, we were fortunate to get the uh, the win. We would have been. I I think would have probably been you know happy with a point from Brighton. We were unlucky to win the game. Now what, what if you look at our next six games now? We've got uh, Bristol City who are twentieth at the moment. Wigan who are twenty first. Birmingham who are twelfth but are in free fall. Can't buy a win. Blackburn, who are 23rd, Forest, who are 19th, also in freefall, and Brentford, who are 15th. Our next six games are, you've got to say, they're winnable games. Now, if if we get the results that we should do from those six, it's a, it, it, it is a different picture. And I feel like we've said this a few times this season, and you know, it's maybe not 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 quite fallen into place. Those six games are the ones that will really show whether or not we are whether we're in it this season or whether we're making up the numbers. Absolutely. And I think the most disappointing thing about the whole affair is losing the players for those games as well, isn't it? Because obviously Hutch and um, Mr. Letch will have to serve suspensions for their red cards, which is the really disappointing and really unnecessary part about the whole thing, really, isn't it? I, th- I think the positive from it is it, it's not too late. You know what I mean? It, it's still We're still only in January. There's plenty of points to be played for. And and it's not too late to to you know for for Brighton to have a bad spell, Newcastle, whatever, and, you know, for it for it all to all to change. Who knows where it's what's going to end up at the end of the season? I think you've got a pop song number one with that. It's not too late. <laughs> they could end up losing two 0 at home to Fleetwood Town, couldn't they? So <laughs> what what is a Fleetwood? <laughs> Here's a question. Where would you find all of the following in one place? Chairs, tables, beer, Vic, James, more beer, Dickyow, Eddie, more beer, and the rest of the Wednesday week gang. That's right, it's the Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. All of your favourite lagers, ciders, soft drinks and hand pump ales are now available outside. Come and see the gang and give it a try. The Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. Now open on match days. Uh, right then, ladies and gents, let's crack on with some Wednesday news, shall we? Um, gentlemen and lady, shall we step into the Rumour Lounge? In the Rumour Lounge. lounge. I believe that... has got a jingle there. <laughs> Victoria and Eddie, this is your first visit well, to the Rumour Lounge. I'll tell you lounge. what, this is, this is exciting. Do we have a feature? Yeah. After all these, oh, after all these years. Oh, it's, it's good to know you've been listening while you've not been on, Eddie. We really appreciate <laughs> your support. Somebody even set a Twitter you know account up. 
I've got I've got time. I don't I don't have time to come on. I certainly don't have time to listen. Mainly mainly when it's not <laughs> my voice on it. I'm going to be honest with you, but middle class problems. Well, you know, no, it's just it's working. Having having to work for a living for a change after ten years on the IBM gravy train. Hi, IBM, if you're listening. Uh, right. So uh, this week's rumours in the. A rumor lounge. Let's start off with um, outgoings. <laughs> That's really scary and weird. <laughs> Sorry, like... Paul. Rumor lounge. It's quite sensual. <laughs> then James just types it. <laughs> you pipes up. It's a voice. Are you going to com- like Are you going to compare it to, to something lounge. going on like in Meadowhawk? Because that's lounge. that seems to be your thing tonight. Is comparing stuff oh, no. to what happens you can in Meadowhawk. I'll stand from my attic window. All oh, right. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, so outgoings, um, rumoured outgoings from the rumour lounge. Um, apparently, Mr. Zhao has uh, had some interest courted by Wigan as well, hasn't he? And apparently, the interest is a permanent move rather than a loan move, which is what I would be expecting from Mr. Zhao. Okay. Mm. Bye. There'd be a bit Come of me that would be a little bit disappointed about him going on a if we lost money, on a permanent. He, he, look, he looked so good last year, didn't he? And this this yeah. year, he's just not not done it, has he? Do you do you wonder whether or not there are some question marks about um, his approach to the game, maybe his attitude, whether that comes into it a little bit? Well, because, Carlos has said it was attitude, hasn't he? And yeah, whether know, or not Carlos the case, then... just isn't yeah. seeing enough from him to 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 want to kind of persevere and reckons maybe he, you know he needs someone else to. To have a go with him to try and kind of whip him into shape. Like like who, James? Who who else would you bring in apart from Lucas Shell? No, I mean, no, who would you bring in, James? I was talking about another Jordan. manager maybe having a go uh, okay. with Shell. Uh, okay. Alright. But actually, seeing as you're asking me, Danny Ward from Rotherham, without a doubt. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I want what about, what about Bristol City's top scorer? No, is he, is he no got be, a chance? yeah, it'd be good as well, yeah. No, 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 no. What about I'm Ryan Lowe? I think he could still do a job for us. Actually, someone <laughs> did tweet that earlier saying Ryan Lowe could still do a job for us. I think he's just got himself a new job as player manager. Uh, we had a tweet earlier on, didn't we? Um, saying, because, of course, the old... Uh, Where Iowa... is he now, Dickie? Where is he now? Is he a player manager? Burry. Play a coach at Burry. There we go, you see. Is that is that close to Berry? Burry, Berry, what the f- whatever. Whatever. <laughs> well stopped, Richie. The, the rumour lounge has got rather raucous this week, hasn't it? I think we've got some unwelcome guests into the rumour lounge. lounge. Um <laughs> The rumour lounge. <laughs> you sound like the late night version. I love both the jingles. Yeah, that is. It's like James <laughs> is like the Hollyoaks version. Hollyoaks after dark. I'm like the CITV yeah. version, aren't I? The yeah. Rumour Lounge with Andy Richard Peters. Like they like the Cole Scotty McClue late night version. <laughs> the Rumour Lounge. Welcome to the Rumour Lounge. <laughs> Do you know, me, now, me I... and, this is a true story. Me and Scotty McClue are friends on LinkedIn and he sends me a message every so often saying hello uh, and he puts a capital letter at the beginning of every single word in his messages. Every one. Oh, I used to love him. Yeah, definitely on the spectrum. Oh. Hi, Scotty, if you're listening. Well, if you'd ever like to invite him to the rumour lounge, James, please do feel free. Um, of course, there were some uh, little rumours popping about at the beginning of the week because uh, Big Dave was seen sort of uh, tramming around Germany, visiting various different clubs. You're not allowed to do that in the rumour lounge. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Doesn't mean it's true. It's just a rumour. Actually, you can't you can't use that in the rumour lounge, my lord, because that that happened. There were there was photographic evidence of it. That's not a rumour. True. It's not a rumour. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. it could have been photoshopped because what? he is now back in South Yorkshire. Um, <laughs> so we know he's I'm back. playing really well. That's just a rumour. It's just having a bath. <laughs> and uh, he'll be back shortly. Now, I assume last week, uh, obviously, I did listen very, very carefully to the show last week to make sure that I was absolutely on point. But did you mention Mello chopping off on loan last week as well, chaps? Were you, were you not yes. on last week? I wasn't, no. Uh, did you mention that Mello was um, seeing great big beavers whilst he was uh, traveling around? <laughs> <laughs> we had a few beaver jerks, yeah. There's room for more, there's room for more. Did, did anybody happen to mention that uh, the, the drugs that they've got Mello on for his, his 
clearly rather painful legs might be just a little bit strong if he's seen beavers even in his photographs on that right how, how impressed did he look in that picture he looked like <laughs> what the fuck yes. am i doing to be fair <laughs> if, a, if a six foot beaver came and stood next to you dickie Orbin, what would your face look like because i know what like my it was face christmas looks. morning exactly <laughs> <laughs> it did it looked That's like it was photoshopped though didn't it beaver. So you I'm imagine saying, they've, they've stood him. You suggest. They've, they've stood him next to a green screen or a blue screen or whatever color the screen is that they use, and they just said, "Can you just pretend that you stood next to a seven-foot beaver, please?" Um, and that's the expression <laughs> that you get. Maybe at the he end. thought he was doing the sky walk on, so like they put him in front of a green screen and then just like put some beaver in the background. To be fair, it looks more like they'd actually put the beaver in front of the green screen and put my uh, him as well. <laughs> See, it's CGI Mello. The beaver's real. Uh, Mello's CGI. No one's ever seen him. See, you wonder where uh, Eddie had been for the last two weeks. He's been CGI Mello for various different clubs around Europe. You know, no. you know what, though? So far behind the times, I was on Time Hop the other day and it popped up from kind of six years ago. And my Facebook status was, I just love looking at beavers. But I was talking about Mark <laughs> Beavers in in an hilarious uh, uh, oh. word like bit of word oh, lol. hilarious pun. So there you go. <laughs> Maybe that's what Mello's doing. He's gonna he's gonna he's hooking up with Mark Beavers. <laughs> On no. Oh my god! If Luke Bowden turns up, Eddie. If you know, Bodzy, you know what? <laughs> but I've heard I've heard that Bodzy's now retiring at the age of seventy six. <laughs> Oh. He, he's left Orlando, has he? he's moved to another American team. I don't know which, I can't remember who it was now. But he has moved on from Orlando. Well, in American rumour lounge news, uh, Mr. Hark's young son has also got his first professional contract over there in, uh, in the US as well. I saw a little tweet about that just the other day as well. So uh, hopefully keep an eye on him, get him over with uh, young Mr. Hurst. Herkson Hark, Herkson Hark, even. That's how excited I get about it. Luke Can you imagine seeing it? Both a Hurst and a Harks on the pitch again for Wednesday. That'd just be wow. You've got mate. forty minutes without mentioning George Hurst. Then you would explode, old age. <laughs> Quite well, literally. literally explode. <laughs> We're now no, in the Hurst Lounge. <laughs> no, you, you, you guys. The Hurst Lounge. You guys aren't allowed in the. Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't allowed in the. It's not called the Hurst, Hurst Lounge. It's called the Hurst Shrine. So yeah, you, your bathroom's called the Hurst Room, isn't it? That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's where you go pay homage <laughs> that's what we call it um, homage um, <laughs> now of course the biggest rumour which we have to speak about because it has been the greatest buzzing rumour on the social medias and around the thing as well is Mr Rhodes it's there it's back on apparently there's been a bit of million pounds plus add-ons for the player. It seems that if all this is true, Mr. Chansiri is happy to do battle for the signature with some pretty tasty rich clubs as well, isn't he? Do we think, dare we think, can we suggest that this is true if it is a strong rumour in the rumour land? Can he be our best man, James? Can Mr. Chansiri be our best man? Oh, I am can so he? sick of hearing about your chuffing wedding. <laughs> you are? Gosh. You, you um, know my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> if you are confused, listeners, there was something that uh, w- went off um, the, the first 15,000 times that we uh, had rumours about Jordan Rose coming, that if it happened, um, James would marry Victoria. Now, this is worse than the actual chuffing <laughs> rumour itself, that this nonsense has been going on for such a long time. Our chat you, is you missed just... out the, the words for tax purposes that you have to use at the end of that sentence. <laughs> yeah, there is that, yeah. James said that he would marry Victoria tax for break. tax purposes. But James, if customs are listening. I, I'm not sure the Wednesday week podcast is on their normal, you know, weekly checks that they tend to do while trying to burst, you know, terrorism and smuggling and all that kind of stuff. Um, it is now. But yes, do we think there's any, any substance to this? There, there must be, wasn't there? Yes. Surely. I, I suppose there is, yeah, because it's, you know, it's, it, it's been, it was in the sun, therefore it must be true. You know, that's how these things work, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I don't, right, I'll be honest here, I don't like it. If if we sign Jordan Rose, yeah, I'll, I will be happy. Um, I, obviously, it's bittersweet because it means that I've got to become Mr. James Wood. Um, but um, but um, what makes me nervous about it is if you think about some of the some of the clubs knocking around the championship now who are in trouble, clubs like Forest and Blackburn, clubs that have had transfer embargoes because they take that gamble and it doesn't 
happen for them. It doesn't pay off. Um, it just worries me that everything everything that we've done so far has been sensible. We've spent money on players, absolutely we have. Um, and, you know, we've spent quite a lot of money on, on some players. But it, it all seems to have been part of a, of a plan. This, for me, if we sign Rhodes for, whatever, eight, nine million pounds, feels a bit a bit desperate if i'm honest it's a bit like right we're not scoring enough goals let's just do it let's just let's just sign him and i have complete faith i really do believe that mr chancery knows what he's doing in terms of financial fair play that if he if he takes a gamble he knows it's a measured gamble maybe he, he feels that we can yeah maybe he feels that we can do it and still stay within financial fair play I, I just have this awful thing in my head about in two years' time if we sat down to do this podcast and we're at the bottom end of the championship, we're in a transfer embargo and we're staring relegation to League One in the face. And I know that sounds super pessimistic. I just don't want us to look back at, at, the, at, at this moment and just think, do you know what? Why did we sign Jordan Rhodes for £9 million then? That's where it all went wrong. And and maybe, um, and this is not really me, you know, I am a bit of a happy clapper. I don't normally think like this. It's 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 been niggling away at the back of my mind for the last week or so, and it, it's kind of getting stronger and stronger the 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 stronger that rumor gets really that I'm, i just don't I just don't know if I think it's the right thing for us to do I've, another I've way been... of looking at it is that for every you know at three clubs four clubs who make that move and it's the wrong move and they end up in administration transfer embargo struggling at the wrong end there are 12 or 13 or 15 clubs who never make that move and therefore never put themselves in the position yeah. to, to take that step. And let's be honest here, if, if, if we look at our team, there are two main worries. Number one is that if we get an injury in central defence that we don't really have the quality. I'm sorry, Vincent, you have quality in every other respect, but we don't really have the quality to replace that Lee's Leuven's axis, at least not without moving Hutch back, which is going to make our midfield weaker. And like it or not, we haven't got the goal scorer that we need. We don't have a Glenn Murray to get sent off for doing a handball in his own box. Um, you know, we, we need someone to put us over the top. And unfortunately, we have spent sensible money on players who are meant to be doing that. Fletcher was meant to do that, and and you know, and it hasn't happened. Zhao was a bit of a punch, a bit of a punch, bit of a punt, but he, you know, <laughs> he, the intention was he was going to bring that quality. Hooper was meant to bring that experience and do it, and you know, he's been injured. I actually think that Gary Hooper could be the guy who who does score the goals that takes that take us where we need to go. But we need to do something, and I trust Carlos, but more more than that, I trust. Dave Chancery um, to make decisions that safeguard the future of the club, i.e. he's not spending money that we can't handle. Yeah. Uh, but I also believe that he will make the right decisions strategically to bring in the players who are going to do it. Uh, I, you know, and his passion and his will to succeed probably outstrips everything else. And that through sheer force of will, he will make this happen. If he believes that Jordan Rose is the answer, he'll make that happen. And you know what? If it turns out that Jordan Rose isn't the answer, he will find a way to make the pain of that wasted money go away. And he'll probably find the next striker that, that is going to be the answer. So um, I, I feel I'm, I'm not a huge happy clapper for Jordan Rose. I don't know whether Jordan Rose is the answer, but I absolutely respect the strategy of going and getting him because he pretty much is the only proven free agent out there that uh, you know that we can give it give it a go with i've been banging about this on the, the podcast for the last few weeks and, and I, i'm convinced jordan rhodes will come if he does come i'm convinced that he'll be the man that'll score the goals i think he's the kind of guy that come and in the last next few games between now and the end of the season will score 15 goals and that in our team, I think, would make a huge difference. And I, I really do believe it propels on to, not necessarily automatic, but uh, but getting into the Premier League. And and if you know if if that doesn't happen, then I'm sure Mr. Chancery will will have a plan. He will have a 
some kind of he's a businessman so you know he, he he's he's not just going to do this on a whim he's going to have, have thought about it made some really you know put some real thought into it and 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 come up with a plan that if it doesn't work out how are we going to get around this financial fair play yeah, and to put that into sort of substance, he's no mug, is he, Mr. Jansu? He's proven that. He's, he's an absolute diamond when it comes to this if, kind of if thing. If anyone kicks off, we'll send Manaman in at the last minute <laughs> and he can just go and just wave his arms around and be like, cut them, cut them! You want a bit? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the other bit of, uh, sort of rumour news as well is that apparently uh, Forrest have been knocking on the door for Carlos as well. That's a proper rumour, that one, isn't it? That's... Oh, apparently, we, we've, been, we've been knocking on the door for Messi as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can hear him knocking, but you ain't coming in for us. I'm not being funny, but that's just chuffing ridiculous. But fair play for them for trying. And luckily, they've gone to... Can you imagine of... Mr Chancery's reaction when he got that message saying they want to talk to Carlos? Is that OK? Lol! No. <laughs> Do you think he's he sent an emoji buy not seeing them for <laughs> It's like a laughing face emoji. I feel like there's a tuna books video coming out of this one. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> no, brilliant. Absolutely hilarious. Absolutely fantastic. It made me chuckle that too. Forrest, thank you for that. I needed that after the uh, the price of match. I really did. Um, now, um, any other sort of uh, first team ins and outs that you guys have heard of that we've not mentioned so far? Obviously, we've had the, the Hurahan, and that now looks um, like he's, he's off elsewhere, doesn't he? Yes, it looks like he's going to Villa, doesn't it, from, from no, what we've seen tonight um, for two million quid. Did, but, did we uh, all see the picture of Toby Tyke, though, their mascot, holding up a sign saying, I'm not for sale? <laughs> you know what? You oh, know what I really, so really love? <laughs> well, so really, really love is for Mr Chancey to turn around and two bands and say, look, he's a oh. million pound for that mascot. Yeah. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Just offer him 10 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's put, not going to happen. But apparently, uh, Toby Tyke is now favourite for the Nottingham Forest job. <laughs> <laughs> he turns up with a little Robin Hood hat on and a tiny little bow and arrow. Oh, I love it. There is, there is another room I've just come across on the uh, on the Tinter web. Uh, oh. Bristol Rovers striker Matty Taylor, uh, who scored 19 goals this season, apparently 26. Yeah, I've, I've heard this. Sounds what is it? it? The, the yeah. reckon like 300 grand or something that is available grand, uh, for, for transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so. that sounds like depth to me. You know what? We signed sign someone like him, 300 grand, probably you know 15 grand a week, something like that. It's debt. Is, is that going to put us over the top? Well, I don't know. Probably not. It gets to a point where you can't play enough strikers at any one time to give anyone a real chance. You've got to you've got to go for quality rather than quantity, surely. Yeah, you'd imagine so. And we do need to sort of build for the future and keep an eye on these sort of players as well because we can't be sort of shelling out silly amounts while we're still in this particular situation, can we? Um, so it is a good idea to sort of keep his eye on And we have got a, a relatively strong sort of youth setup at a Wednesday, so we've got the players there, obviously, Hurst, Penny, etc., etc., etc. So we are doing well on that front as well. And that is the other sort of side of Sheffield Wednesday that has been strengthening this week as well. Um, the, the youths have signed uh, a young chap from Cardiff as well, uh, Ashley Baker, who's um, come over from Cardiff to the youth team this week as well. Um, he popped a little tweet out, and this is how down with the kids I am, ladies and gents, that he is buzzing to have signed for, uh, for Sheffield. Absolutely, and that and ting in it, fam. Um, so that's good news. And one of our youngsters actually popped off on loan to uh, to Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Thank you, Rich. Um, exactly. Um, yeah, young chap called. Called Sean Clare has popped off to Dragons and Stanley on loan until the end of the season. Um, and he did actually uh, go off on loan to, to Bury last season as well. So, um, Bury this is a. Is it, clo- <laughs> is it close to Bury? I don't know. Still, similar sort of area. Um, but still, uh, I mean, it's good that these, when we, we spoke about it on the pod before about these these young ones getting sort of blooded, if you like, and, and getting, um, and it does seem that we, we're sending this chap out. So hopefully that means he's going to be ready to uh, to start knocking on the door in a couple of years' time as well, which is fantastic news there. Um, right, then, other Wednesday news for this week. Of course, Mr Hudginson, I'm sure you guys have seen, was in The Guardian giving the interview about, um, obviously, his uh, troubles with his injuries and with both sort of physical and mental injuries as well. We have seen a similar sort of interview before, but it's brilliant, uh, that these these interviews. And it started off beautifully, didn't it? 
What a guy. It, I mean, it, he he is classed as like Mr. Brave and Mr. Whatever at Sheffield Wednesday. And I think if he makes one difference to one young lad or one older guy in that crowd that can stand up and say, I need, I need help too, then brilliant. Like, fair play to him. Bring him on as much as you can. Let's regurgitate that article every uh, year. And after all that, in this particular article, it just said how he likes to get stuck in as well, didn't he? Improve that obviously this injury, and basically calm just calm down, like James. A... Calm down. Yeah, that went down well with the Brighton fans. I must admit, <laughs> <laughs> their comments on that article were fantastic. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, he he's done well, and he's he's come back from a lot of stuff. I'd love to know the ins and outs of like the insurance and whatever else, and how you retire and then come back. That's I just think that's interesting. That's boring. That's boring. No, I think that's that's quite interesting. Shuffling hell is wrong with you, woman. (laughs) Apparently, you have to pay the insurance money back once you, uh, if you do that. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's it's a certain amount of years and whatever else, and that's that's why I'm interested. But Lord H says I'm not allowed to do so. You can be interested as you like, but just is anybody else enjoying the insurance part of this debate? On there for yes, us? be quiet, woman, is what he's saying. I think. <laughs> That's not what I'm, I'm just going to go and do some ironing. <laughs> I think the the best thing about the article was how it started with the. The, the story, as if this was quite a normal thing, that um, he had to break oh. off from the interview to go and, what was it, officiate a wrestling match between yeah. the um, the masseuse and the physio. Um, so and everyone was, gathered around to watch Paul it. was Paul Smith, wasn't it? It was Paul Smith, who's a big bear of a man. And who is our masseuse? It's, uh, I haven't got a clue. Is it still Derry Souter? I'm not sure. It used to be. It could still be him. That's like 10 years ago and I was like, it could be anyone now. It could be you. I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I what, what was his name? Derry. Derry Souter. Is that near Berry? <laughs> no, Derry's in Northern Ireland. Come on. Where's your game? So that's Durry, not near. Derry Souter. Yeah. Nowhere near Burry now. Or Berry. It's a different rock, isn't it, that one? Yeah, that's the one across Berry the water. Got it, got it. France. But either way, wrestling match, brilliant. But why is Hutch, why is Hutch the referee? It, an- well, it answers I think more questions than it answers that. Eddie, just the, the they're article, all scared of it. It says that he's getting back into team spirit by doing things like that. <laughs> Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary, maybe you've passed your driving test or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catch Bar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 856 054 or 0114 232 6121. Um, right, then, ladies and gents, so a little bit of other Wednesday news. There was a closed door game. Well, say closed doors, it was on Cantley Park in Doncaster. Um, apparently, um, Carlos had. Some chaps out. To, uh... Sorry, sorry. That's funny. That's okay. You ever been to Cadley uh, Park? It's definitely not behind closed doors. <laughs> um, Carlos had uh, some of the chaps out um, to, to, I assume, get some some match fitness in there. Um, we saw the uh, the likes of Abdi. We saw Dave. We saw Samido. We saw um, Eddie's favourite Sasso on the pitch, and Mister Irby Emanuelson apparently was having a little run around as well. He does exist, ladies Flash and gentlemen. Sasso. <laughs> he's not a fictional character, uh, and apparently we've uh, we won that game one 0 as well, which is fantastic. But I think the main thing here was fitness because we are missing Hutch, we are missing Fletcher, and we do need to replace these because Mister Lee is out as well, of course, as we know. Um, so who do you guys think that uh, Carlos has got sort of eyes on to slot in there? I think Abdi. I was thinking Mister Jones, or what do you guys think? I'd I'd say Jones. Um, I think that he's he's the one that's most suited to that position. And by the way, I thought this is going slightly off topic, but I do think Bannon had a really good game against um, Brighton. I think that um, he answered a lot of his critics. He Absolutely. did definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. We stuck a little a few videos out of some of the uh, passes he was pinging about as well, and the uh, another fantastic defensive tackle by Bannon. Is this? Oh, that tackle! Oh. Is this a part of the game I've been missing from Bannon? Because that's two 
incredible tackles whilst we've been sort of digging these videos out he's done in the last two weeks but he he times them so beautifully well doesn't he it's brilliant you can see him sort of watching and lurking and 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 then he just pounces and it's brilliant love it absolutely fantastic so yes sorry mr bannon we did forget to mention you but we did tweet out lots of your videos as well um but yes um so we think um obviously mr jones is going to sort of fill into that um i'm going to not let you pass and possibly we'll break your legs situation that mr hutch usually fills in for us well it won't it won't be the same because he's not he's not as good a player in that in that role um I, I don't i don't think he's particularly natural in that role to be honest but yeah we need to play someone that is a bit of an enforcer and i just don't think that abdi suits that um you know the other option is whether or not you do bring in someone like samido but uh, i think we, we would all probably conclude that this is not samido's league anymore and this is not his standard anymore um so for me it's it's got to be jones i think it's, it's the only one that can come in and do it Absolutely. But a massive congratulations to the chaps for uh, triumphing over the might of Doncaster Rovers on Cantley Park. Brilliant. Love it. Um, <laughs> uh, right. Sorry, it just makes me juggle. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, so on to the Bristol game. Now, it has to be said, Bristol aren't going great guns at the moment, are they? They are sort of hovering above the drop zone on 27 points and are not having a wonderful time of it right now, are they? I'm sorry. Who who are you talking about here? Is this Bristol City or Bristol Rovers? I apologise. I'm not, I'm not sure Bristol, which one. Yeah. I'm not it sure which one you mean. It did say Bristol. It did. Um, <laughs> I apologise, ladies and gentlemen, and I apologise to the people of Bristol for clearly. You sounded like old step two then. Bristol City, ladies and gentlemen. I apologise, and please do um, put my teeth back in, shall I? But, 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 see, you've got me all flustered now. But either way, you are, are turning not... into Steptoe, aren't you? You really are. Not... <laughs> Whoever the chuff we're playing, they're not very good, are they? So, are we going to chuff this up or are we going to give somebody a spanking? Because the last time Eddie was here, you did mention, Eddie, that you did want to spank somebody. And we're still waiting for that spanking to come about, aren't we, Bobby? No, absolutely. And, and you know, and if they didn't keep swapping Vance and Sasso's face, then maybe a spanking would have occurred by now. But um, no, you know what? We owe Bristol City a spanking because we took a spanking from them at their ground, didn't we, last no, time? We really so, did. One hell of a good so spanking. spanking going on it right would, now. It, that, you know, that was actually a really fun away trip right up until the game started, to be honest. So um, I'd love us to go back down there and administer the spanking in return. <laughs> If there was ever a time we were going to do it, because they've they've lost eight consecutive games now, haven't they? Which is a a new no, club record. No, they they no. just cannot. You know, even Forest beat them on Saturday, who've been awful in the last <laughs> few weeks. Um, so yeah, they really really are. They're as low as as a team can be really at the um, at the moment. Um, they have got a game as well on Saturday. I think they play Burnley in the FA Cup on Saturday. Um, so whether or not that means that we'll be that little bit fresher, that's got to give us a bit of an advantage. You might think they'll make a few changes, but there's going to be some players that have got to play in, in both games for them. So if there was ever a point we were going to do it, it was going to be uh, it's going to be this time, which means we'll lose about five 0 And did did you guys happen to see the goal that they lost to Forest with? Can you remember uh, the wonderful John Sheridan oh, versus Luton yes, free, the kick. free kick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing, yeah. Oh, the chip up and hit, yeah. Uh, yeah. He did that against Bristol, and that's what uh, what did them, basically, in that game. But it was, it just flooded me back to the 90s, watching uh, Sheridan do it against, was it Luton that Sheridan did against all those years ago? Oh, oh, it was Luton, wasn't it? Beautiful, Although, does, beautiful. Is that the reason that Shez got sacked from Notts County? Because someone else repeated <laughs> his free kick, and Notts County were like, well, we thought you were special, but now you're not. <laughs> well, there was a little thing in the star. I don't know if you saw it. That apparently, um, he lost his position at Notts County because he went on a a, a foul mouth tirade. Have, have you seen um, the transcripts of what he said? That's not like, like John Sheridan that going on a foul like mouth him. tirade after after yeah, drinking. Who's that? <laughs> it was honestly. It was like re- it was like reading. Describe. If someone if someone did a script of our like the bits of the podcast that we're not allowed to record, <laughs> it was like that. I've never heard language like it. It's worth. I'm not. I'm not. I'm obviously not going to say any of these things. It is worth you googling and having a look at. <laughs> so yes, I think we're on agreement that this should be 
Oh, fingers crossed, for Christ's sake, fingers crossed. Just a nice, relaxing game for this season. I know it's not going to happen now we've said it, and I know we're probably going to get tonked, like James said, but it just shouldn't happen. Um, right, then, ladies and gentlemen, do any of you guys have any little bits for this I, evening? I certainly do this evening, yes. Um, I, I was pointed out earlier, um, following my successful... Um, Successful, where are they now? Uh, oh, excuse dear. me. Come on, And that's boys. all we've got time got for today. Oh, no, no. <laughs> where are they now? Do you remember that dicky owl that used to be on that podcast before they fired him? Yeah, thanks for that, yeah. <laughs> well, the Yorkshire Post have also done a where are they now, and it's uh, <gasps> it's based on the, the, the team from the League Cup semi-final. Uh, uh, from Blackburn from, uh, I don't know what bloody year it was, 2002 or something like that, wasn't it? I think it was like that. But... Theirs is not nowhere near as good as mine. So, for example, they've got we've got another team. So the team's Paul Paul Heald was in goal. Uh, there was Lee Bromby, Derek Geary, Ashley Westwood. Um, well, we've got Steve Haslam, Matt Hamshaw. The most uh, disappointing thing about this for the me best is I don't remember Paul Heald at all. I have no recollection of this guy. Who was he? It, Where it, is he, he now, would... Rick? Where is he now? I don't he know. You'd have noticed... <laughs> You noticed him more, but every game that he played, Derek Geary got sent off and therefore took all of the headlines. Oh. He's currently the goalkeeping coach at MK Dons. But but when you come down to, to, to other players down the list, so we've got Paul McLaren here, and it says, and has not been in the game since. Uh, and then Alan Quinn has not been in the game since. Oh, what they uh, need, Rich, is a professional, where are they now? Somebody who actually knows where the hell they are. <laughs> it's, I could have said, I don't know whether they've not been in the game since they retired. <laughs> God's sake, what a shit article. <laughs> I, think you should <laughs> I think you should offer your services, Richie Albeen, as uh, official Where Are They Now? They're, for the they're elite. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, I know the editor, I've tweeted him for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> he might be in with the job. He ignored you, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Victoria, I believe you have a little bit, a rather special little bit for us this evening, my darling. Ooh. I hope it's what I mentioned earlier. Um, so, yes, I just want to shout out that our website is now live. So, <laughs> oh, that was adorable. I want that when I get a text message. Can we re-record that afterwards just so I can have it as my phone thingy? Um, <laughs> but anyway, the wednesdayweek.co.uk is now live um, and we have been sponsored our website if that makes sense by podcastwebsites.com they have given us a website and it's awesome so go and check it out if you run a podcast speak to them about getting your own website they've been amazing um thank you to kieran slash fernando who runs the biz uh, <laughs> sorting us out um it looks awesome um i can't take full credit i can take like 80 percent because i put everything on there uh, but kieran made it work so brilliant have a look at our website you can buy our clothes from there well not our clothes like clothes with Vic's knickers buy Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <don't know. laughs> make, make us an clothes. offer we'll we'll consider anything <laughs> to be fair, um, but yeah you can buy all of our stuff you can listen to all of the old podcasts you can read the reviews which are amazing as well because i'd never read them properly because they're just kind of hidden on <laughs> itunes and they're brilliant. There's so many nice reviews. They're all like five star, like, oh, guys, I'm going through a divorce and you're amazing. All this stuff is really nice. Um, but yeah, have a look at the website. Give it a click. I haven't got analytics set up on it, so I don't know how to do that. So I can't tell if you have or not. So you can always just lie. Um, but yeah, it's there. It's live. Woo! Absolutely pop over. And I believe we're, um, are we looking for some some writings for the website as well? Yeah, That's this is more my thing. Yeah, so the idea will be ultimately that there will be uh, there'll be a blog section on the website. There will be some blogs. In fact, there is a blog section on the website. There's just not a lot on it at the moment. So um, yes, unfortunately, as the person that 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 did start out working at a newspaper doing writings for a living, it falls to me to kind of um, take charge of that section. But I obviously couldn't really write anything about the Brighton game because I. I can't remember being there to be honest. So um, I'm after I'm after ideas. Give me ideas about things that you'd like to you know read a blog about. Things that you'd like me to write about. Basically, send me a tweet at James Marriott or to the podcast at TWWcast, 
uh, and give me some inspiration. Think, you know, whether it's something along the grumpy old owls route, something about, you know, memories in the 90s or whatever. Just give Can me ideas. Can you do one about where and, people um, are now? Oh, there's an idea. I sure. like that. I like that. For God's sake. Grow up. In all seriousness as well, if people are doing, Spots. like, journalism or whatever at uni and want to write for us, then James will just get his red pen out and cross the shit out of it and then put it online so yeah exactly the same thing yeah in. if if you're interested in doing some writing for us drop me a line and uh, we will make that happen at james marriott uh, vincent sasso sex stories <laughs> <laughs> yes i want to have an erotica uh, like section but apparently it's let's not have it so. can we have an x-rated section I do want one <laughs> i've i've got a story idea about cindy harks no. <laughs> we all had a story about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of a little bit that I've got this week is I would like to say a massive thank you to uh, Mr. Richard Murphy, who I know is a listener to the show, who brought great <laughs> hilarity to, uh, to <laughs> the Wednesday week uh, chat because um, R- Richard had a, a photograph with James at the Brighton game. <laughs> Um, and he's put up his profile picture, which is really, really nice. And I thought that was lovely. And um, when we pointed this out to James that he's now somebody's profile picture, what did you say, James? Well, I don't think I can repeat it um, because it involved a lot of swearing. But it was um, it, it was along the lines of uh, "chuff me." I don't even remember that being taken. Um, and I <laughs> genuinely, I genuinely cannot. I've looked at the photo and I'm like, I don't. Is is that is that in Brighton? Um, and there's a video there as well, which is me having a beer at half time. I'm like, what? I don't remember this at all. Um, and I genuinely don't. I don't. I don't remember any of it. But, um, but how the hell yeah, do you remember thank you, the Richard. Game, it was it was lovely to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, Richard is a, a, an avid listener to the show, so I would like to thank Richard. And it, clearly, it was a, a pleasure um, for James to meet you there as well. Which is yeah, fantastic. James really enjoyed it. This is turning into a spot <laughs> so James sorry. competition, isn't it? Like, even like a Hallam the week, you James got spotted G? and photographed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Does anybody else have any little bits for this evening, ladies and gentlemen? Um, can, I, can I resurrect Tweet of the Week? Um, and I saw this earlier on, and actually I think um, Vic's um, posted this subsequently as well onto our little group conversation, which is, um, oh, I forgot what the Twitter handle is, uh, Viva La Hutch, um, who has, so you know you've, you, you, if you've got an iPhone, it's got Siri, and you say stuff to it, and every so often it doesn't get what you're talking about. So um, this, this person's just said to, to Siri, we've got banana. Uh, and the reply is, I'm not sure I understand. It's almost like the song. It's almost like the song. Um, and that that really made me chuckle. That's the favourite tweet that I've seen all week. <laughs> Can I also well remind you all that yeah. we are the, on the Instagrams. So you can find us at TWWcast on Instagram. Um, and sometimes James posts naked selfies. <laughs> we want was, to get was that in Brighton as well? Because honestly, yeah. that could have happened yeah. in Brighton, and I wouldn't know anything about it. Was it was in a camper van, I think, on the beach. Uh, yeah, it was right. really, was... it was really cold. Was there, a... <laughs> was, there... <laughs> was there a really massive dog next to me? <laughs> well, what was her name? Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, not only can you get us on Instagram, you can get us on the Facebook, you can get us on Twitter. And um, we have been, again, popping out these videos of uh, uh, Bits and Bobs to remember um, from when we played previous games. Of course, I'm sure you guys will remember that Bristol City was the game that we had to win to get promoted uh, back to the Premiership. Or, or uh, Division 1 as it was back then uh, way back when so we'll be popping videos out of those wonderful memories as well and of course other bits and bobs where we've played at Bristol City as well um, so keep a little out for those and of course our videos after the games with all the little niggly bits that people don't tend to notice as well so yes uh, and please do get involved if you see anything if you've got any memories of playing at Bristol City uh, then please do tweet us those all as well <laughs> Blogs of... I like that you're doing that every time now. I have to do it because otherwise I literally will forget to do it. I uh... wish I wish you were the guy that was reading the scores out on um, on Five Live or something that evening, where you're like Sheffield Wednesday two, Bristol City. No. <laughs> 
I've just ended that in after the podcast, after the fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, you can get us over there on the YouTubes, etc., etc., as well. And our YouTube videos have been taking uh, a bit of a jump as well. So please do have a little nosy over there and subscribe to all these various places. We don't really plug this very often, but please do subscribe to our various places as well. Help us grow the podcast. Help us pass it around because we keep getting all these little sort of podcast wannabes trying to pinch our number one podcasting spot and it's just not happening ladies and gents you know you are um <laughs> it's been a pleasure as oh sorry i forgot to ask you james oh. or b if people want to see uh more <laughs> oh he's stitches, just stopping you know, get it away with it bloody hell <laughs> bloody rubbish sorry for that <laughs> minor interlude into the lord hillsborough podcast but um yeah if uh <laughs> If I could just mention, yeah, at James Marriott, so I'm after ideas for uh, blogs to write or anyone that's interested in doing some blogging for us. Oh, and no game this weekend, so um, I'll actually be at the cinema on Saturday. So if anyone wants to play the Where's Jamesy game and take a photo of it. uh, No, I'm obviously train spotting T2, which will be much better than seeing some crappy musical. Ah, yeah, it's it's not, though, is it? It's rubbish. no, I'm not, but I want to see people shooting up heroin. Oh, fair, fair enough. Go around to Eddie's. Okay. Well, hang on. It's only crack around the house. <laughs> Victoria, my darling, if people want to find more ways to uh, to purchase your pants, where can we do that, my dear? Uh, eBay. Or you can find me on Twitter at Victoria1867. Fantastic. Richie, old boy, if people want to find you over there on the Twitteridge, where can we do that? Yes, uh, you can find me on Ed. no no richiespants.com or anything like that going off. Um, Rich, Rich, Richie's worn pants.com. He's so, a I'm different so kettle of fish. Richie's warm wangers. Oh, no. <laughs> you can find me at Dickie Owl just shaking my head. <laughs> and Eddie will be if people want to find me. Oh, I really wondered where you were going just for a second then. I really wondered where you were going. I wasn't going there at all. Eddie, if people want to see you over there on the Twitch, where can we do that? As always, you can find me at Sausage Arms or at my new uh, website venture, uh, GrahamHydeSexStories.com. <laughs> Of course, if you'd like to find me over there on the Twitter, you can do that at LordHSL0RD underscore H. You can follow the podcast as well at TWWcast and, of course, find us in all the usual places as well. It's been a pleasure, as always, ladies and gents. Thank you very much for joining us. Be good, be safe. And we'll see you real soon. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com for more information. See you later! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 